While the various causes of our social and civilizational meltdown grab the headlines, the auto-demolition of the church continues apace, in some places in the complicity of the bishops and their endorsement of the activities of the agents of chaos, in others in the continued work of pushing the alleged reforms of the conciliar era to their logical conclusion. Today we have the story that should inspire prayers for the faithful in Germany, a country with more than its fair share of bishops who are best described as wolves in shepherd's clothing. That country certainly needs our prayers because, as you'll see, those within the church who seem to have no love for her, despite occupying positions of great power from within her hierarchy, continued the work of dismantling the sacred structure of the visible church. Let's get into this. To Germany we go. Headline from the National Catholic Register. German Archdiocese plans to cut parishes from 1,000 to 40. In a July 14 letter to Archdiocesan staff, Archbishop Berger described the proposal as an, quote, adequate response to the challenges facing our archdiocese. That article details the plans of the archbishop to reduce the number of parishes in his diocese by a whopping 96%. Yes, 96% of parishes will be closed. 40 is only 4% of 1,000, for those of you who, like me, aren't terribly good at math. The deck of the article is correct. These are challenging times for the church in Germany, though I don't think it is correct to close that many parishes, especially given that he has 1.8 million registered Catholics in his archdiocese. To give you an idea, that's a lot more Catholics than there are in the archdiocese of Portland, Oregon, and that archdiocese has over 100 parishes. In Germany, there was an issue where another diocese tried to merge almost 900 parishes into 35 larger parishes, but the Vatican intervened. Archbishop Berger said that he didn't think that objection would apply here and cited canon law in his bid to fundamentally transform his archdiocese. He actually called it a fundamental part of his pastoral ministry to close 96% of his parishes, if you can believe it. Now, you might be asking why I care about this issue. It's rather simple. This is the fruit of the conciliar thinking that is the subject of debate of this channel, suddenly two favorite and most active bishops. As you're aware, they have been debating the merits of the council and its fruits, or if you want to call them that, both with an eye to reform or dismissal of the conciliar texts and the authority of the Second Vatican Council. Nowhere are these fruits more evident than in Germany and in mass attendance, where you'll see that in the past few years a staggering amount of people have left the church. Just over a week ago, LifeSite News had an article detailing how about 30% of the country's Catholics are considering exiting the church. 30%. Now think about that. There are numerous reasons, of course. Some of it have uh, of the things that have to some of them, of course, are the things that come to mind. Priests involved with unbelievable and disturbing violations of the sixth and ninth commandments, which bring to mind our Lord's warning about millstones, for example. But it's not the only reason. The core of our problem is the ideology condemned in Pascendi by Pius X, modernism. It was combated vigorously by Pope St. Pius X, not so much by his successor Benedict XV, who had other things to worry about, and but it was somewhat combated by Pius XI and XII, but by the time Pius XII's papacy was drawing to a close, the church had a serious problem on its hands, to put it mildly. Lots of strange things were being taught in the seminaries. The recruits of Bella Dot and people just like her had begun to ascend the hierarchy, as well as just some men who found their way there on their own. All this to the point where the church was primed for the historic moment that would occur. By itself, you'd think that wouldn't necessarily be the cause, but its roots speak for themselves. 
You might be wanting a more explicit answer. You might be asking, how did we get to a place where parishes are closing? It's rather simple. We simply make the core tenets of the faith malleable, fluid, and optional, so that being Catholic can mean anything we want it to mean. We reduce it to a hobby, or something we identify with, like our favorite sports team or movie franchise. The latest example of this thinking comes from Austria, where an Austrian theologian has stated that Catholics have no need to identify with or live all the teachings of the Church. The theologian is Jan Heiner Tuch, and he said the following to the German bishop's website, katholisch.de, on July 16th. Quote, If there is a centiri cum ecclesia, a feeling with the church, there is no need for total identification with the teaching of the church. End quote. He points to Pope Francis when he says that we are told that the people and their feelings are primary in the church. Francis, according to this theologian, said in 2013, quote, People itself constitutes a subject, and the church is the people of God on the journey through history, with joys and sorrows. Thinking with the church, therefore, is my way of being a part of this people, and all the faithful, considered as a whole, are infallible in matters of belief. Francis further explained, according to this theologian, the concept of centiri cum ecclesia. End quote. This story comes from NovenaNews.com, my favorite Catholic news organization out of Europe. It's sort of like a national Catholic reporter meets America magazine, on, but, you know, for Europe. It's highly entertaining, but not for good reasons. The idea that the people collectively are infallible is, well, not a terribly Catholic idea, now is it? This thinking had led to mass attendance plummeting, rejection of the tougher teachings on morality and living the faith, and in general reducing the faith to the corporal works of mercy, with little said about spreading the gospel and being witness to the teachings of the church in the hardest matters. This is best summed up in the words accompaniment, which often is used to explain away the unwillingness of prelates to witness to the harder truths in a turbulent world. It's easier to get along to go along, it seems, at least for many of these prelates, and as such that platitudes have reaped the rewards we're seeing in Germany. But it's not limited to Germany either. Rather, famously, Chicago has gone through the same process of downsizing the number of parishes numerous times, much to the sadness of the laity. And there's that whole issue of the faithful thinking in general, that the toughest things the church teachings are all optional under the right circumstances. As a personal anecdote, one of the things that drew me to Catholicism was that it was obviously a hard religion, and it struck me that whatever the truth was, it would require adherence to ideas that the world found attractive. That eliminated virtually all other competitors. Let's go back to that 30% number, though. One German bishop, Bishop Wilmer, said that the church needed to innovate because it was losing relevance. His words, not mine. Recall that the Germans are debating about updating what the church teaches to make it indistinguishable from secular morality. I guess that, that'd make it relevant, but it wouldn't be recognizable to Catholics anymore, to put it mildly, and I don't know what secular people would find attractive about that. Bishop Wilmer, by the way, is the same person who said that the affliction is not a chastisement sent from God, and to think so was unchristian. I guess it wasn't in the Bible that describes in both the Old and New Testament God sending afflictions to the people, but some other book, I don't know, maybe the latest fantasy novel that's really popular at the moment. Or maybe Bishop Vilmer's wrong, and I'm betting that's the case. According to LifeSite, quote, In 2019, the Munich Statistical Office reported that more than 10,000 people from the German Archdiocese of Munich and Friesing officially left the church in 2019, with the compulsory church tax in Germany thought to be a key reason for the record number. More than 8,000 people are reported to have left Wilmer's Hildesheim Diocese, end quote. In case you didn't know, in Germany, you pay your tithe through a government tax that is then 
given directly to the archdiocese or your parish. Not really sure on, the, on that detail, though. And it's in the neighborhood of about 10% of your income. Pretty staggering. And when combined with the adoption of the values of the world by many of the faithful, which, as you might be aware, aren't always compatible with what the church teaches, you get a fertile ground for emptying parishes in a shrinking Catholic community in Germany. But there is another reason. I can't imagine that those who are considering leaving can tell you the difference up close on inspection between their bishops and secular politicians. They speak the same. They espouse the same solutions to social problems. The only real difference is the way they dress. Combined with the bishops in virtually the entire world not resisting the orders to turn the Mass into an online-only event for the laity, you have to wonder if the bishops even realize that they are a big part of this problem. I don't say this lightly either. I have a great deal of respect for the offices of the clergy, but many of the men who hold those offices today are hard to give that respect to. It's truly a sad state of affairs, more so in Germany than in some other places, though, to be honest, Germany is not the only place in such dire straits, and I'm not picking on Germany here. And there are a few good bishops in Germany. We just so rarely hear from them out here that it's so hard to tell sometimes. But the state of things in Germany may be coming to a diocese near you. It's thought that by the time the affliction ends, you'll see a dramatic drop-off in mass attendance everywhere, and it'll be due to the same reasons as I outlined here and elsewhere. Let me know what you think about this, and please keep the faithful in Germany in your prayers, and pray that the shrinking of the church can be abated by good, solid leadership. Thanks for listening. I'm Anthony Stein. Ave Maria.